This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 97.1 FM The Drive presents the Behind the Song Podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. Welcome to Behind the Song, powered by DuPage Credit Union. I'm Janda, and this bonus episode is about a tasty little invention dreamed up by Tom Schultz of Boston, a device for guitar players known as the Rockman. Episode 72 of Behind the Song was about Boston's foreplay long time, a song that was written while the band's founder and resident genius Tom Schultz was an engineering student at MIT. Schultz went on to essentially produce his band's insanely huge-selling debut album in 1976, and when he did that, he took control of the sound of Boston against his record company's wishes at the time. And after that album was a bona fide success, he continued his lifelong tinkering streak, inventing the Rockman for the electric guitar. In the Rockman, Scholes made it possible to create the sound of Boston's guitars in a handy little headphone amp that you could carry around, complete with a belt clip. Scholes had developed his own way of making the sound of Boston's music while creating that incredible first album, a process that took years. An MIT-trained engineer, he wanted to take some of what he had learned and put it to market. So he created the Schultz Research and Development Company in 1980. The first Rockman was released in 1982, and it had an immediate impact because it accomplished what Schultz had intended for it to do. In a world before digital home studios, it made it possible to record the guitar without the use of huge Marshall amplifiers simulating the sounds one would get by plugging into a regular amp, but without the cumbersome gear. It had a headphone jack, which was also a new development at the time. Although Schultz didn't create the Sony Walkman, the portable cassette device that took the world by storm in the 1980s, the Rockman was named after it. And it, like the Rockman, used the headphone jack to complete the circuit of sound directly into the user's ears. That was a real revelation back then you could enclose yourself in the music you were listening to, or, in the case of the Rockman, the music you were making with your guitar. In fact, my husband, Christian Lane, who now produces the music for Behind the Song, remembers firsthand how the Rockman helped make learning to play the electric guitar a little more comfortable for new players starting out. Ah, the Rockman. A uh, complete game changer. I got one right when I started playing the electric guitar, and I don't know if I would have been able to play it as much as I did if I didn't have the Rockman because I could play with headphones, which was mind-blowing. Also, it sounded really good, and it was the first time I'd ever played with distortion or reverb. It just really was inspiring because you could do all those things in your room and just really get into it in your own head and not bother anybody else. And boy, I'll always thank Tom Schultz for the Rockman. Now, of course, you could also leave the headphones off if you were working with the Rockman in an actual studio and plug it right into your mixing board. Either way, all of a sudden, this little direct input box made getting all kinds of fully processed, amplified sounds out of your guitar possible, no matter where you were recording it. Distortion, delay, reverb, now available to you in a portable way. 
the Rockman was put to use by other musicians almost immediately. After all, Schultz had done something with Boston's first album that no one had done before him. He created a multi-platinum hit album for a fraction of the cost of typical album production at the time. Also, the Rockman made the layered effect of Boston's sound easier to recreate for other bands. You've heard the Rockman used on plenty of hit albums. To name a few, Sports by Huey Lewis and the News, released in 1982, incorporated the Rockman in its production as did Don Henley's 1984 solo album, Building the Perfect Beast. It was used by studio producers and engineers throughout the decade, including on Def Leppard's Hysteria album in 1987. Think about the beginning of the song Hysteria, for example. Yep, that's the Rockman. Schultz released several incarnations of the Rockman for the electric guitar after the original Rockman was unleashed in 1982, including the Ultralight, the X-100, the Soloist, The Guitar Ace, and The Metal Ace, which was released in 1994. Along the way, The Bass Rockman and The Bass Ace were introduced to provide the same portable convenience to bassists. As the 90s wore on and the studio world began to go digital, The Rockman, an analog device, saw a decline in popularity. And in 1995, Schultz sold the entire line to Dunlop Electronics and closed Schultz Research and Development as a company. Dunlop still sells the Ace models of the Rockman for about 90 bucks, and they all bear Tom Schultz's signature on the front. When you think about it, the electric guitar itself was the result of experimental minds. Going back to the early 1900s, when jazz musicians wanted to amplify their instrument to be heard in big band orchestras, long before the Gibson Les Paul and the Fender Telecaster came along in the 40s. There is a versatility to this instrument that begs for trial and error, especially for musicians with a curious mind, like Schultz. And there have been other inventors in rock and roll, of course. Prince designed his Purple Axe Keytar, which was patented in 1994, and Eddie Van Halen patented multiple guitar modifications, including a support device that could be flipped out of the guitar to raise the fretboard, which helped with his famous finger-tapping technique. But it was Tom Schultz who made the biggest impact on an entire decade of musicians with his little invention, The Rockman. For more on Boston's Foreplay Longtime, check out episode 72 of Behind the Song, powered by DuPage Credit Union. On the way, new episodes about the lyrics and history of some of rock's most interesting tunes. Subscribe to the Behind the Song YouTube channel and watch the video episodes. And thanks for listening to Behind the Song. <laughs>